more morning anytime. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, talking about uh, how your Valentine's was and uh, getting some texts at 103.939. Yeah, this person says, my husband brought home Taco Bell at 9 o'clock at night when he came home from work. Pure romance. Yummy. I mean, if you're craving Taco Bell, that's perfect. You're always craving Taco that's Bell. True. <laughs> yeah, for a burrito. Yeah. Supreme always... burrito right now? Maybe. Oh, yeah, Mexi fries? Okay. <laughs> Speaking of food, yeah, let's talk about it. Uh, Jack had Chinese last night. Yes. And, uh, again, she, Jack is a different different cat when it comes to this sort of stuff. I, I, sh- I should never mention cat and Chinese food in the same sense. <laughs> yeah, be careful. <laughs> but, but anyway, Jack doesn't like Chinese food. I just food. don't really like Chinese food, and it's my husband's favorite food in the entire <laughs> world. So for Valentine's Day, we got Chinese food. You guys are oil and water. Okay, what is it about Chinese food you don't like? I just don't find it that satisfying. Like, I just eat no, more. I don't feel great when it's, I eat it. Jack, you've, you've heard about that, right? Like, you've heard that you can eat Chinese food every three hours. It's not satisfying, but while you're having it, it's fantastic. No, it's not. It's kind of mushy. <laughs> you can get less mushy stuff. Like, yeah. the rice isn't mushy. Yeah, it is. Chicken ball? Yeah, they're still Deep mushy. Deep-fried wonton? I don't know. It just... Just doesn't do it for me. Some places can be extra slimy. I could see an inversion right. to the slime. Yes, yes. Like, There's like gelatin and stuff. Oh, if the, my if my wife wasn't a fan yeah. of Chinese food, I don't know what we would do. That Divorce. Would be, that would, that would be brutal. <laughs> I mean, we've been close over this, but Valentine's Day brought us back together. <laughs> okay, so <clears throat> you get it yesterday. You just got yes. you had to eat a little bit. What'd you have? I had the ginger beef. I'm a big fan of ginger beef. All right. And that's pretty much it. You can get like a, it's the same shape, different color, like a, a Szechuan pork. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I don't, it just doesn't do it Sometimes for me. it's, it's just, the same thing. When you're talking about it, I'm not excited. What is your favorite food? Bird seed? No. Give me a good hearty pasta. Yeah. All right, I'll allow it. Or a but steak. Oh, yeah, at least she's not fully insane. All yeah, right. well, this person says, my boyfriend's so sweet. Didn't think I was going to get anything, which I would have been okay with because we're going away this weekend. But yesterday, I came home to my favorite flowers and my favorite cake. It was so sweet. Yummy. That's awesome. All right. Chinese food cake? <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I think boys like Chinese food. That's not true. <laughs> Women love Chinese food. You're insane. No, Matt, I, th- I think that guys are more... More, yeah, into the, the I think Chinese it's more food. of a guy I, thing. Yeah, uh, I guess text us because I don't believe it. <laughs> w- women don't like Chinese. Speak up. <laughs> All right, uh, here we go. Uh, yeah, Jack, you really need to try a good Chinese food place. That's your problem. You are eating westernized Chinese. Right, yeah. like this is like your standard Chinese food. You get four items. It all looks the same. Tastes a little different, no matter what place you go to. Jack, have you not it tried like House, my of, House of Goodies in Devon? It's a Chinese food game changer. I think Chris can attest to it. Terry, uh, yeah, okay. I've, I've been. I like. I've never been to a bad Chinese food restaurant. So <laughs> well, there's a bunch. I know there's a bunch, <laughs> but I have never, ever, ever thought they were bad. Did, the, did you ever hear about the worst Chinese food I ever had? Let me take you to the place I used no, to live by. Wait, awesome. Let him tell his joke. <laughs> She's not listening. Anyway, <laughs> let's just move on. <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, Jack got Chinese food for... Uh, it was for part of Valentine's Day. That Valentine's was my present Day. to my that, husband. Yeah, you said, okay, you can you can finally have, have your Chinese food because I hate Chinese food. Oh. And we wondered if that was like a... Is Chinese food more of a man thing or is it you know, is Jack you know alone on this one? You know, I think somebody did point out a very good point of why I don't like it. They said, I agree, Jack. I'm not big on Chinese, and it's so flipping expensive. 
Yes, that it is, is it. It, it is, is not so cheap. expensive. You feed a family of four Chinese, it's going to cost you a hundred bucks. It's a hundred dollars easily, the, and they're hungry in three hours. Yeah, it's not satisfying. Yeah, <laughs> free delivery. Other, I should hope so. What other '90s stand-up jokes can Chris <laughs> mix in here in one break? <laughs> But it's true. <laughs> okay, I'm very satisfied after a meal of Chinese. You're food. not hungry. You you can't like just like three hours later just go at it again. No, I could always have an extra green onion cake. <laughs> I mean, like- <laughs> Jack, I'm with you. Says this texter. Chinese food, gross, but my husband loves it. I would eat grass first. <laughs> Well, I don't know if I was there, but pretty close. Grass. There are lots of women that love Chinese food. Hey, I'm a woman. I love Chinese food. Next text right after that. I'm a girl. I love Chinese. Could eat it every day. I go with my work crew all the time. They're all guys, though. (laughs) (laughs) I once took Jack to a Chinese buffet, and she didn't speak up and say, I don't like Chinese food. Well, no. No, her, I, mean, I just, her I just plate would, probably answered that question. <laughs> <laughs> I would true. never just pick it. That's the thing. Jack, you had four bowls of soup. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with Jack. I never feel good after Chinese. Oily, slimy, greasy, and my body swells from the MSG. I know, I'm not saying I feel good after. I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when you eat, you shouldn't feel Why bad after most it? of the time. Because, <laughs> oh, God, that was so good. I'm scared oh. to tell this joke, too, because this is so not not the, tr- not the truth. But I've, I've used this line before, right? Going to a Chinese buffet is like cheating on your spouse. It may feel good at the time, but then you'll feel like crap after. There we go. He well, I don't like it. Literally, <laughs> he's a night at the improv with Christian <laughs> brick background. All right. Never mind. Anyway, so I we assume it's not just a guy thing that the ladies like the Chinese. And Maybe this yeah. is not the real Chinese food, right? Like I've been told that. This yeah. is not the real Chinese food. That, Maybe that's my problem. Yeah. Maybe you gotta go to Dim Sum. Oh, dim sum is so good. You get more dumplings, and they wheel the carts, and you get to pick Again, and choose. This just sounds mushy. Chicken feet. It's, no, you've never, oh, I love chicken feet. You haven't had oh. like a, a good steamed dumpling, Jack? No, Matt, I haven't. What's wrong with you? I'm Nothing. S- <laughs> <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. All right, it's time for Quick Draw, brought to you by United Sport and Cycle. And here we go. We've got Angela and Brantley on the line. How are you guys doing today? Fantastic, thank you. Awesome. Okay, you guys both know how the contest works. Uh, We're going to give you up to five questions. The first one of three is going to be in that draw on Friday for the uh, uh, 250 bucks. Are you ready to go? Yeah. All right, scream them out loud and proud. Jack and Matt are the judges. Good luck. An article of clothing (laughs) that starts with the letter S. Socket. I think I heard Angela with socks. Okay. Okay. A shacket was a good answer, though. What's a shacket? Oh, my gosh. Oh, Matt. 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 Okay, even Chris knows. Even I know. (laughs) Thanks to uh, uh, Jillian Harris, the shacket. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's like a combination of a jacket and a shoe. Oh, no shirt. No. (laughs) (laughs) You got to double check that jilly box. I did that for a joke. Okay. (laughs) Angela, go. Let's go. Uh, name a country music singer that's first name starts with a K. Kane Brown. Trust me, trust me. Whoa, Branley. Kane Brown. Fast. So I was thinking Chris Christopherson. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> You're stuck on the highwayman. Get over it. <laughs> Tied one apiece. Something you find in a hospital that starts with the letter G. Gurney. A gurney. Yes. Oh, wow. Nice. Not well, yeah. It's not nice, but you know what we oh, mean. Well, <laughs> nice answer. Good answer. Good answer. A nice answer. All right, something you sit on that starts with the letter C. 
Couch. Couch. Angela with the win. Good job, ladies. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. And whose bed have your boots been under? Shania Twain and Jack are now close personal friends. Best friends, guys, Mm -hmm. via Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. Like, we're not following each other yet, but it's close. (laughs) (laughs) Well, one of us is following. She dropped you a like. (laughs) She did. I made a video where I said uh, she inspired one of my outfits, and she liked it. I've never felt more seen in my life. Oh, my God. (laughs) Validated by the internet. Oh, that's exciting. It is. Sorry, I'm just thrown off by the curling game that just happened, and the Russians just pulled off a heck of a shot. I'm a few seconds behind Chris, so this is going to be real disappointing. (laughs) (laughs) Spoiler alert. Anyway. Oh! (laughs) Hey, speaking of the Olympics, what a tie-in. Of course, they're happening right now in Beijing. Uh, Canada is uh, up to 17 medals. We haven't gotten a lot of golds. We've got two golds, but still, you know, we're up to 17. So uh, if if you're not first, you're last. If you do that whole uh, thing from Talladega Nights, it's not true. But in in the Olympics, you can get up to, you know, three medals, of course, silver and bronze as well. So we're nailing the bronze. So it doesn't matter. We just, we're, we're showing up. And we're doing well. So Quantity it's... over quality. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> hey, but we're not complaining. I don't think a bronze is that bad, by the way. <laughs> no, it's not. I don't think <laughs> yeah, like, oh, bronze. <laughs> the dirty gold. <laughs> bronze is, yeah, we're, we're nailing it. So uh, our question to you this morning is, what is your most memorable Olympic moment? I'm, I'm going to put a memorandum mm-hmm. on you the golden to. goal. Which is? We can't use it. You can't use it, all right? Because that's all we'll get. Was when at the end of the Olympics, Sidney Crosby scores in overtime to beat the Americans in Vancouver to win the gold medal. Twenty ten. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You can't. Which do is pretty that. much the greatest moment of all Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I mean. Is like there's been other amazing moments though. Okay. All right. Go. I think for me, it happened at the 2010 Olympics too. Everyone saw it on TV. And then four years later, the exact same situation happened in Sochi is when Alex Bilodeau, yeah. and I think he was doing moguls. Yes. He won a medal. Yes. And I think gold. Yes. <laughs> I'm really, really good on my story facts here. <laughs> yes. But the moment that I love is that when he went down, he hugged his brother and oh then they gosh, had the yes. Canadian flag together. Yes. And his brother was just so charming and so endearing. And you just saw that. That sibling love. It was a great moment. First gold medal won on Canadian soil. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Those are probably the important facts. No, no, no. no, no, The part about hugging his brother was the most important part of that. That's the most memorable part, right? So sweet. What about you, Matthew? Uh, Like I said before, figure skating, women showing (laughs) their panties. Mm -hmm. But when Jamie Soleil and David Pelche Mm -hmm. went on that ice, Mm -hmm. I nearly wept. It was so beautiful. Yeah. I was 14 years old. I didn't handle the whole. The beauty I was seeing on ice. Right. Chucking this tiny human in the air. Yeah. <laughs> she and landing on those tiny Did you mention plates. you could see her panties? <laughs> oh, you could see her panties. You realized that part of it. <laughs> so hot. Anyways, and then they get robbed by the judges. Right. The greasy yeah. rush. And then, there's the, you know, the old, we got to look into this. Yeah. Next thing you know, they've won a gold medal. That was wonderful. That and when, was it John Montgomery won the skeleton gold medal oh, right. in yeah. Vancouver? And he was chugging beer. And he was beer. sculling beers from pitchers yes. on the way that over. That is hilarious. <laughs> that was fantastic. All right. Mine uh, is from, uh, you guys were born in what, 86, right? Yeah, yeah, around there. Okay, so you you were a couple years old when this happened. Okay. All right. Uh, It was uh, September 24th, 1988. I remember it very well. I was at my girlfriend's house, who's now my wife, 
and we were watching together on the couch. And a Canadian sprinter by the name of Ben Johnson. <laughs> oh, yeah. He nailed it. Like, he sure did. Oh. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he nailed it. He was on the gear. <laughs> So, Boy, Ben Johnson's fast. Oh man, he just—he left everybody in the dust. It was like, wow, is he fast? I remember being so excited when he won that medal. Like it was just—it was one of the, the the most exciting, most proud moments of my you know my my teenage life. What about when clean sprinter Donovan Bailey won a gold medal? I don't even remember that. (laughs) (laughs) I only remember the dirty wins. (laughs) Typical. (laughs) Are you on steroids, Chris? (laughs) Oh, yeah, right. Somebody (laughs) P-test, Chris. Anyway, that, that that's the most memorable moment for me, and it was, and I think it's memorable because, of course, then you know what happened after that, and he lost it. He took a B test, which was ironic because mm. they were all on it. I mean, he was just the only one that why was him dumb enough to get caught. <laughs> True. <laughs> anyway, uh, there's our memorable moments. What about you? Seven eight zero four two one one zero three nine. You can also text us at one zero three nine three nine. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, we're talking about your most memorable Olympic moment. Just got this text uh, from a friend of the show, Alan, who said he was about 13 years old. He remembers Willie DeWitt getting his butt kicked by Burt Cooper in boxing. Willie DeWitt was, I think, originally from uh, Grand Prairie, if I'm not mistaken, and he was like our guy, right? And then I remember watching the Olympics, and it just it wasn't supposed to go that way, and it did. So, anyway. That's sad. <laughs> that is bad, but... You, you don't forget those things, win or lose. Chris only right? remembers the horrible moments. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite horrible moments was during the road race in Sydney. Uh. There was an athlete coming in, and she was about to win it. And you foul if you keep your feet in the air too much. Okay. Anyways, she took her last foul just going into the stadium, and this <gasps> guy popped up and put a red card in her face. She just went, no! <laughs> <laughs> What do yeah. you mean putting your feet up? Because like, you have to have one foot on the ground at all time during the road race when you're speed walking. Oh, speed walking. Oh. Got it. Okay. It's called the road race. Get with the times. Okay. That like, makes... are they driving? There's <laughs> 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 driving in the- This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. We're talking about uh, the Olympics. Of course, they're happening in Beijing right now. Jack will give us an update on exactly what happened while you were sleeping. Uh, some good things. We'll, uh, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll tell you that for, as a tease. But we're looking for your most memorable uh, Olympic moments of all time. This text at 103.939 says, Elizabeth Manley winning silver at the 88 Calgary Olympics in skating. Hard crush on Elizabeth Manley. Really? Oh, my gosh. I was like 17 years old, like Matt. You could see her panties. <laughs> <laughs> she was just wee. She was just, well, they're all little, right? Yeah, oh, they yeah. are. They're all just little. Another great she moment so is when uh, Tanya Harding decided oh, yeah. to hire the guy to bash Nancy <laughs> Kerrigan's knees in. No. Well, we didn't exactly see it that. It wasn't, no, it was, why? <laughs> <laughs> Lots of texts coming in for this moment. Joni Rochette winning bronze after her mother had passed away just days before. Yes, lots of people remember that, right? The entire, entire nation wept. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was in Vancouver, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody did mention your golden goal. The whole rabbit ski hill in the cafeteria. They were watching the game. We went absolutely crazy when Crosby scored. Amazing. I think everybody knows where they were. Yeah. All right. Uh, Carrie, you got one for us? So for me, most one of my most memorable Olympic moments was always those great displays. But when I was in grade five, my teacher's son was actually competing at the Salt Lake City Olympics. That's cool. Whoa. So um, 
he on the day of the his speed skating race you guys might will probably remember this once i get to it but on the day of that race you know he didn't teach us anything he brought in the tv on a cart and <laughs> we all watched his son's race and this was the race where jeremy weatherspoon tripped oh yes. that's rough yeah so um yeah it was it's really memorable because it just something that really sticks out when your teacher's son is in the Olympics. No kidding. Ooh, Good yeah. to see your teacher cry. But, but to stop everything and then he tripped on the ice and ended up he was so close to gold. So. You just flick off the TV looks like we're having a test. <laughs> <laughs> Pop quiz. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, speaking of that, we're talking about your most memorable Olympic moments. Yes, Nicole texted and says, I was in Vancouver during the 2010 Olympics, and I watched Alex Villado win Canada's first gold medal on a giant TV shopping in the Bay downtown in Vancouver. Nothing more Canadian than high-fiving strangers in the Bay. Cool. This person says John Montgomery winning Golden Skeleton in 2010, drinking a pitcher of beer on his way to the medal ceremony in Vancouver. That yeah. legit got that guy a gig. Yeah. He's the host of Amazing Rates Canada. Yeah. Yeah, yes. Due to his fame from that moment. He is. Yeah, absolutely. Who would have thought, right? Okay. Yeah. What about yours? So my husband and Alex would have been the 2010 Olympics. We were watching the gold medal game for the men, the hockey game for Canada, and we had a seven or eight month old great dane a boy named zeus okay and the final goal the winning shot we win the game we both jump off off, up off the couch and we're screaming we're so excited and my husband turns and kisses the dog (laughs) (laughs) he knew how much that game meant to that dog Yeah. (laughs) yeah a special moment for both of them this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Okay, uh, talking about uh, 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 the okay, they're the Arizona Coyotes. They used to be the Phoenix Coyotes, the hockey team. Mm-hmm. There, uh, they struggle for fans. Uh, in in uh, really, most of the fans are are there watching. Let's say the Oilers go into town. There, uh, most of the fans are like Oilers fans because they're there. Snowbirds, know, snowbirds, right? Uh, so they're having a real problem with their arena, which is a beautiful arena, but it's uh, way too far out of town. It's like uh, there's challenges there. But, uh, you know, in, in a non-hockey uh, place, it's just people just don't want to drive that far to go watch the hockey because they're not that interested. So, uh, And the NHL really wants Arizona to work. Yeah. Right, because it's a big mm-hmm. American market. So people are like, why are they doing this? Yeah, so they've, they've decided that next year they're going to play in this very small rink, like small, like, Way smaller than, uh, for example, the rink we've got in Red Deer. Uh, it's it's tiny. It's like five thousand people for an NHL team. It's a nice little arena for, in the university area, right? I yeah. mean, it will always look full. <laughs> It'll be full. very full. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's uh, with the ASU hockey team's newer rink, and okay. it looks beautiful. Yeah, but there is one bottom row, not yeah. a lot of seats, and they're concrete. Yeah, <laughs> what for an NHL team? So it's kind of crazy. So it got us wondering. About because there's rinks in Alberta that NHL teams don't play in that are as nice, if not nicer, than this one. We talked about the Camrose rink. Uh, oh where man, the Kodiak's play is a beautiful rink. Right? First time I was in there, I was like, "This is unbelievable." Yeah, the ch- yeah. they have the the track above and they have beautiful sight lines and yeah. it's great. Yeah, the rink that the Sutters built in Viking after their rink burnt down. Uh, oh. had a son, my my son played hockey there a few times. 
beautiful rink. Like it's it's ridiculous. It would be probably as nice, if not nicer, than the one that they the Arizona Coyotes are going to play in. For example, Jack, do you have any rink thoughts? You know, I don't <laughs> frequent a lot of rinks. <laughs> not yet. I like Rogers. Yeah, <laughs> Williger is pretty good. All right, that's where it ends. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> Terwilliger. <laughs> hey, they have a lot. Stands on one side. They got four of them in Terwilliger. Yeah. Right? A, B, C, or D? Which is your favorite? Oh, I think A. Closest to the doors. Yeah, <laughs> I'm an A man, too. <laughs> what is your favorite Alberta rink? What about uh, Warburg, where the stream is? Oh, yeah, no, the stream in the rink. Winfield. Oh, Warburg. my bad. I love Warburg. Warburg's rink's fantastic. That's where I... Started playing my minor hockey till Thorsby built a rink in 1980, an indoor rink. We used to have an outdoor rink in Thorsby, but yeah. Shout out to those small town rinks yeah. that you spent a lot of time in mm-hmm. and you didn't think you would, like the Josephberg rink. Yes. Man, from Sherwood Park, we practiced there all the time. That was a great barn. Yeah. Great fries. Yeah. 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 You know they what? And, have good fries. and you can add that to your favorite rink in Alberta is the food, too. Yeah. First rink I got ejected from right there. Wetaskiwin has a great candy selection. <laughs> <laughs> they do. They have like a crazy candy. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> I believe you, Chris. Oh, 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 oh Zampic. <laughs> <laughs> You're not your, what is it? What? Oh, I'm thinking of a different commercial. Oh, uh, oh. what's that one? <laughs> Yeah, you know the commercials that you don't know what they're for, but they, oh yeah, I'm a, not my ailments or what I'm, does he say? I'm not my condition. Condition, that's it. What's I, your condition? I don't even know. It, no, it's not ivermectin. It's uh, what's it called? <laughs> I certainly hope <laughs> not. <laughs> it's something. It's Ocana or something. Or oh, we're not. getting hung up on the details here. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite rink? Oh, Thorsby. Thank you very much, Chris. What about Devon's rink? You know what? Devon's rink is kind of a bummer for me because we went through all of the uh, reconstruction. They completely renovated it, mm-hmm. and then they got it done just in time for my son to not play there anymore. So I've always been kind of bitter about that because we had a couple of tough years in Devon with the, the construction going on. They had no showers. That was a like a, the worst thing. Minor hockey with no showers. Stinky kids. Oh, my gosh. Yes. And then we only had like a five-minute drive home, but it was too much. Carter, we're leaving the window open. What about you? <laughs> 780-421-1039. Your favorite rink in Alberta. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, talking about that uh, that arena that the uh, Phoenix uh, or Arizona Coyotes are going to be playing in. It's a, it's a nice little arena, but it only holds 5,000 people. We're looking for your favorite uh, arenas in Alberta. This text at 103.939, the Stony Plain Rink, home of Glen Hall. That's true. The Stony Plain, that is a nice old barn. It's actually a great place to watch. Is it just the one, one ice sheet? Uh, yes, I believe. You know, don't quote me on that. But, yeah, it is. It's a big rink, though. Like, it's a big, giant rink, for sure. Room to spread out. Yeah, it's nice. Norman, a combine texted and says, The Callahoo Arena has the best fries and gravy, hands down. But props to the Thorsby rink for the fresh pies. And someone else also mentioned the bowling alley? Bowling alley in the Thorsby rink. Yeah, that's where the uh, other kids could go when they didn't want to watch, you know. Yeah, it was crazy. Was it five? Is it a five-pinner? Yeah. Good. So it's no little. No little balls. Yeah, that's five pin. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Got to figure it out. Lots of texts about the Millet Arena. This text says, Ho- a Millet hosted an awesome Spring Bank and Sherwood Park tournament this weekend. Millet Rink. Now, you know what? I'm pretty sure that this is the case, but I'm, I'm just going to say that I'm not 100%. But I think <laughs> I think it's like Olympic size. Like, it's bigger 
the the, Why? the 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 ice is. Well, you can make it that way, right? They play like that in Europe. I think it's bigger. The millet rink's bigger. But I remember once playing for the Thorsby Flyers, a beer league team that I played for, and my uh, friend and kind of relative Grant Biller. He tells a story every time we see each other because he was on the team and he remembers this happening. It was my turn to come off onto the ice to play a shift, and I came onto the ice. And two guys blew past me, and they whirled me like a top. And I just, <laughs> I spun in a circle and landed right on my head. Like the wily e. Coyote. <laughs> <laughs> he, said, he said, I know you had a concussion, because when you got up, your eyes were just totally <laughs> sideways in your head. You were clearly unprepared for your shift. <laughs> I wasn't prepared. I came Look out. both ways. <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, we're talking about uh, your favorite uh, arenas in Alberta. This text says the Brooks Bandits Arena. They sell a whole garlic coil. Zoom boom, Chris. Mm. What's a garlic coil? <laughs> like I don't. A, like I don't. Care. It sounds fantastic. <laughs> Are I don't you just buying like roasted garlic, plucking <laughs> it out of the bulb? Can you imagine? <laughs> this is a bad. Breath. Everybody has to wear masks in that arena, but it's not for COVID. <laughs> <laughs> People in Brooks stink. <laughs> yeah. Uh, New Sarepta's new rink is really nice, says yeah, this texter. They lost their arena, didn't it burn down? Yeah. I played in the old one. Mm. And yeah. uh, as a, the goalie who worked the defensive gate, yeah. the sight lines were poor. Yeah. I couldn't see anything. Stanchions in my way. That was a long time ago. <laughs> you got to go to the Viking Arena. Lots of votes for that. They yeah. say they have the most amazing ladies who work concession. We held a tournament there. They became default grandmas for everybody. They always do, right? Yummy. Yeah, the concession food. Uh, how, every type of topic we get on gets around. <laughs> Sooner or later it gets to the food, doesn't it? And it's not Jack's fault. <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Just trying to tie it in. There's a, a hockey game going on right now uh, in Beijing where our Canadian Olympic hockey team, which was going to be the pros, which isn't the pros now, but uh, there's some pros, there's some uh, some veterans that have played in the in the league, like Eric Stahl and others, and then there's some uh, young guys like Owen Power who are going to be superstars. They kind of put together this team last minute because, of course, the uh, uh, the NHL players couldn't go because of COVID, and so that was kind of the way it goes. But anyway, they're playing China right now, and you got to wonder if the Chinese team, who is a, a lot of them are Canadian, uh, kids who actually just have some kind of uh, Chinese oh, ancestry in them. Right. And uh, you got to wonder if they were kind of hoping to play the NHL players instead. I know they would have, <laughs> they wouldn't have had as good a result, but you wonder if they, you know, a little piece of them is like, oh, that would have been awesome to play against all those those guys. Like, Maybe the first game. And then yeah. you're like, wow, that was bad. Yeah. This, is, this isn't fun anymore. But <laughs> you get just blown out. Like, I feel like China's not a hockey nation. No, no, they're not. That. They're not. But right? like, if so you the, played Canada yeah. and like, be like, oh my God, opening face off. There's Connor McDavid. Yeah. All of a sudden, he's pulling in the back of the net, and three seconds have gone by. You're like, it's going to be a long night. <laughs> I just wonder. Anyway, they're, uh, they're, 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 the, the Canadian team is up 6 2 in the third period of this game. But if the Olympic players from uh, the NHL teams would have been playing, it would have been uh, probably a little bit higher score. They were scared to death that it would have been like, you know, 20 or 30 to nothing, right? So <laughs> Can you imagine? That would have been bad. But there's other sports that we're not great at. Yeah. Right? Like, I bet you the Chinese would beat us in a lot of sports. Well, usually they're um, universally good at every summer Olympic sport. <laughs> yes. Right. Because there's two billion people that are competing. For and they hours. invest a lot of money into amateur sports. Right. Yeah. Anyway, just wondering about that. And hockey going on. Uh, I believe, again, not, I'm not 100% 
sure on this, but I think the goalie that's playing for the uh, the uh, Canadian Canadian team right now, Tompkins, I think he played in Leduc, and uh, we've had some people vote for that. No way! As one of the best arenas in Alberta, the LRC. It's uh, lucky. Yeah, you, you ever been to the LRC, the Leduc Arena? Never, never. It's. I mean, Isn't there? Is there concerts there sometimes? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 we've, yeah been we've been there. there. <laughs> never there mind. The you the know, rodeo. it's a little foggy, but I think we've been there. <laughs> I like it because they have a Dairy Queen in it. Yeah, that's true. See, there you now go. I remember it's coming now, back. Now it's coming back to you. They do have a Dairy Queen in yes. there. Yes. Uh-huh. That is what makes it great. This what? text says, Penhold has a tri-leisure center in a town of 500 people. Penhold. Okay. Where but I'm sure Penhold? it's just because they get lots of visitors, right? Oh, and it services the uh, outlying area. Isn't Penhold just outside of Red Deer? Sure. I think so. It's just on the other side of Red Deer. All right. Lots of votes for Barhead. Barhead apparently has a really great arena. I don't know if we ever played in Barhead Arena. Hmm. Played in their baseball fields. They weren't very nice. <laughs> that was a while ago. <laughs> I'm sure they're better now. All right. And the old Winterburn Arena. Lots of memories, says this texter. Oh, yeah. The classic Winterburn Arena. Uh, what's it called? Is it the Icebox? The Icebox. Something like that. The, it's got a, a funny name to it. Yeah. And they're always like, uh, like uh, promoting beer on the sign. Yeah. And- it's definitely a beer league. Um, not so Haven. bad. You know, and another thing you could completely talk about when it comes to rinks is who's the best Zamboni driver. Who's got the best Zamboni driver? Ooh. I remember the one in uh, On Away. Yes, On Away. Fastest Zamboni driver in the West. That was a quick flood. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you laugh, but it's true. I think we talked it's about this. an interesting a, term. We talked about this a few years ago, and uh, I think he's now passed away, but that man... He had places to go and things to do. It was just like he had the thing full bore. The He's whole Tokyo time. drifting it around the corners. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah. A uh, country singer, Mickey Guyton, sang uh, the uh, American national anthem. Mm-hmm. They had a whole bunch of anthems they sang. They sang about three or four different songs, but uh, she sang it and she nailed it. Do you have it, Matt, or no? Whoa. You can always bet on it, too, how long it's going to be. Yeah, I think uh, the over one as far as that goes. But I anyway. thought the under was going to take it because it has for the past few years, but she did she a fantastic job. great. Oh, yeah. She was great. It was fantastic. And uh, it just kept ramping up. So, anyway, after uh, she sang, she had a chance to meet uh, one of her, I think, heroes, I assume, anyway. Yeah, Prince Harry. She Instagrammed, I just met Prince Harry, and he was lovely. I even curtsied in my tracksuit, and she had a picture of them together. So he was there um, unannounced. He just kind of showed up. Yeah. Yeah, well, he lives in L.A. now, right? So yeah. So it probably wasn't too hard for him to get a ticket. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> there was uh, somebody tracked 135 private jets, took off two hours after the game. <laughs> it was the place to be for rich super, uh, celebrities. They're called PJs. Yeah, taking the PJ over to L.A. Private jets. Two, 150 private jets left. Wow, that would have been crazy. Uh, anyway, so getting back to M- Mickey Guyton, so she would have been a little starstruck. She cur- yes. curtsied uh, the prince. Uh, what is your starstruck story? Have you ever had a, a moment where you were just like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I'm meeting this uh, person, this celebrity? Um, maybe it was because of our radio station. Maybe you got backstage passes or meet and greets. Um, anything that uh, jumps out at you, Jack? Yeah, it's so embarrassing. He works in this building, and it's not you, Chris. No. <laughs> no. Daryl McIntyre. Yes. I made a fool of myself. He now works in our building at 630 Chet, and he came downstairs, and he was just like, oh, hi, Jackie. And I grew up with Daryl McIntyre on my television screen. Yes, we watched. Did. The six o'clock news every night. So yeah, watch it. Seeing him and he knew my name and 
I just kind of said hi and ran away. And then he was like, are you mad at me? <laughs> you, well, you're busy picking rocks up from Zoltar. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was sober this time. <laughs> oh, okay. This, oh, yeah. Then also the other time I met him, I was not sober and yeah. 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 That was a different. You weren't there. No, that's fine. Yeah. That, that, that doesn't even count. That one doesn't count. Matt, you ever been uh, starstruck? Uh, Sweet Brown, when she came in. Uh, oh, yes. I was having a barbecue. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. Chris ruined the picture for me. But the one, I don't really get starstruck too much by musicians. We meet a lot of them. Yeah. It's wonderful. But uh, Survivor Man, Les Stroud came in. Okay. One time. I was very starstruck by him. Love me some Survivor Man. All right. Wow. <laughs> Have you been starstruck, Chris? Yes. Garth Brooks, every time he sees him? No. Garth Brooks is not that kind of person. He doesn't. Do you find you peace? Oh, here we go. Garth? Yeah, yeah, no, we Garth, know he's Garth, down to earth. Garth Brooks doesn't. He does not. He instantly, he instantly makes he you feel like you. He you. I've told, Namaste. I've told you. I've, I've oh, had, Garth. Oh, I've waves had, of peace. I have dreams about once every month that Garth and I are best us. friends. No. He's that kind of it guy. It was Valentine's Day. Did you have your Garth room yesterday? Garth's in his sweatpants coming in. <laughs> Yeah, Chris, friends. <laughs> no, okay, it's not Garth. Okay, who the is it? The one and only, the, the person that I, I've had a chance to meet that was I was absolutely starstruck, Reba McIntyre. Oh, really? Reba. It was in Vancouver during the Canadian Country Music Awards. And I had a chance to meet her, and I literally just said, I love you. I just, I just spit that out. I, I, could, I said, but I'm married. Like, it would have mattered. Like, oh, gee golly whiz, that's so sweet. <laughs> I said, I love you, Reba. All right, what about you? 780-421-1039. You can also text us at 103939. Your starstruck moments. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, we're talking about those starstruck moments when you've met celebs. Yes, a text at 103939. I met Alan Thicke at a Jays game. That came from Chad and Ellerslie. See, that would have been amazing to meet Alan Thicke. I think I would have been starstruck to meet Alan Thicke. And I feel like he would just be nice. Yeah, for sure. Aww. For sure. <laughs> Maren Morris is up next. I remember when she came and she was playing a concert here. So she came for a ride in the Sheet School bus. Oh, yeah. And I got my daughter, Bailey, to come pick me up because I needed a ride home. And so Bailey picks me up. She barely, she barely just put her jammies on, right? Because she wasn't going to see anybody. And then I said, oh, my gosh, you get to meet Mar- Maren Morris. She's oh, like, oh, <laughs> you're the worst. Not today, Dad. Not today. <laughs> so I got her to come out. And it was like. Did her PJs. She say Maren? I think she destroyed that picture as soon as we took it. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. There's Kane Brown and one Mississippi kissing in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. We're talking about uh, celebrity encounters that, uh, well, got you all tongue-tied and starstruck. We're getting so many great calls. Our buddy Victor called. He talked about uh, uh, meeting Reba McIntyre down in the States just randomly in a restaurant. It was a crazy story. Uh, just so many stories coming in this morning. Yes. Stars. They're just like us. This person says, my husband and I were at a Christmas party a couple of years ago, and this man walked up to us and grabbed my husband's hand and thanked him for his service. My husband was fully decorated in his EMS medals and dress coat. Well, when we looked up, it was Prime Minister Stephen Harper. Needless to say, we were both a little starstruck. There you go. This person says, at West Edmonton Mall Water Park one day, Ryan Smith, his kids, and brother were all there in the hot tub. It was an amazing moment, and my brother got pretty jealous. That's I wonder funny. what that hair looks like when it's wet. <laughs> was he crying? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is just the best water park ever. <laughs> this person says, I was fortunate enough to meet the whole Def Leppard band at the Calgary Airport back in 2019, a couple days after they played Edmonton and the night after they played Calgary. Got some cheesy fan picks. Pour some sugar on me, hey? That'd be cool. 
I, I always am I nervous. I would recognize them. You wouldn't. No chance. The drummer has one arm. You'd recognize that. <laughs> yeah, but no, only if he's got a drumstick in his hand. <laughs> Maybe he carries it around. That you guy. all know. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sorry, but that's... <laughs> All right. Fair. All right. An, an Olympic update coming up in moments. I'll hit this button a number of times before it starts. Please. Okay. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Kissing in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. It's nine uh, ten. Welcome to your Tuesday morning. Um, yeah, we're talking about uh, starstruck celebrity encounters like uh, Mickey Guyton, who is a country singer from Nashville, who sang the uh, American National Anthem, Star Spangled Banner, at the Super Bowl. And afterwards, she got a chance to meet Prince Harry, and she said she curtsied in her track pants, but mm-hmm. she didn't care. She didn't know what else to do. So, starstruck. Uh, yeah, exactly. We're looking for your similar stories. This text says, at a Christmas party for a film company in London back in the 90s, Arnold Schwarzenegger was the guest speaker at a black tie fair. I was so starstruck. He came to our table to say hi, and I stood up and offered him my seat. He sat down and then said I could sit on his lap, which I did. It was surreal, and I didn't know what to say, but he was lovely. Uh, yeah, I bet he did. T- talking about Arnold Schwarzenegger, this is a guy who's had a previous dalliance. Didn't he get his housekeeper pregnant? Yeah. You're lucky. Yeah. Come and sit on my lap. No problem. This deck says, I served Tom Selleck when he was in Calgary filming a movie, and he was the most down-to-earth guy. Okay, meeting Tom Selleck would be one of those moments you would not know what to say. You'd just be like, yeah. uh, Mr. Baseball. Uh, yeah, pretty much. All right. Uh, for all of you Walking Dead fans, my yes. daughter got to meet Merle off the TV show The Walking Dead when she was bussing tables. She got an autograph and a picture of him. Is That's this a good cool. guy? A big guy? He was a bad guy on the show. Oh. I, I don't know if he's still on the show. I I can't believe I've have I've lost track of Walking Dead. I got about 30 episodes. He was on it when it was still good. Yeah. <laughs> okay, say no more. <laughs> All right. Um, Ryan Smith again. Yes. Ooh. I, I, was, um, I was at a Mr. Lube. I delivered pallets of oil to a Mr. Lube. And it was kind of icy in the wintertime, and I was pulling a pallet up inside the building and kind of struggling a little bit. It was a guy in a black SUV got out, and he started pushing on the back of the pallet up the hill with me. And I said, oh, thanks very much for your help. I looked, I looked up, and it was Ryan Smith. That doesn't surprise me, you know? A man about town. He's a hard-working, nitty-gritty kind of individual on the ice. I could see it off ice, just grinding just, it out. But how many yeah, NHL I mean, players would stop and do that, right? Like, seriously, yeah, or I mean, anybody for that matter, not right. just NHL players, right? He was, he was waiting to get his vehicle in for an oil change, and yeah. Um, yeah. And, he did, and he got out of the vehicle and gave me a hand pushing it up in, inside of the building. And how many people have you told that story to, hey? Like, uh, you know? One billion. <laughs> <laughs> if it was Chris getting his oil change, he would have slid the, the reclined the seat back, rolled up the window. Nothing to see here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks, Bye. bud. Hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at Kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? <laughs> well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.